Lewis Academy is named after a Greek philosopher. He was uh, known as the master of thought. And so the goal at Thales Academy is really, we seek to emulate that classical excellence that he was known for and recognizing that education is a lifelong journey of pursuing knowledge and truth. And so that's where the name Thales Academy came from. Welcome to the Chatham Park Podcast, where we give you a behind the scenes look at the people, places, and projects that are coming together to create the perfect community for Chatham Park's future residents. Learn how advanced technology, sustainability, and collaborative design will make Chatham Park a community unlike any other. At Chatham Park, we're in pursuit of the perfect community. Listen to hear how we're working to bring that dream to life. Here's your host, Bill Osterreich. Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Chatham Park Podcast. We appreciate you listening to the latest happenings in the Chatham Park development in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. In this episode, we are getting an education on Thales Academy. Johanna Murphy, the headmaster of the Pittsburgh Thales location, joins Vanessa Jenkins and I, and we discuss what will be the first school in Chatham Park. Thales is currently under construction in the vineyard section of Chatham Park, directly across the street from our cottage and custom homes, and directly south of the Knight Farm Community Park. We are very excited to again partner with them in a Preston Development Company project. And now, Season 2, Episode 3, Thales Academy. I am joined here today with Vanessa Jenkins, the Executive Vice President of Preston Development Company, and Johanna Murphy with Thales Academy. Johanna, can you give us like your, your title, your role with Thales, or is it Thales Academy? Do you want to clear that up? <laughs> <laughs> it is Thales Academy, yes. Okay. So I am currently the Assistant Headmaster at our Raleigh location. Uh, I've been with Thales for many years. I taught at the elementary level at our Wake Forest campus, um, and then at the Raleigh campus before moving into this role. And then I'm very excited to be the headmaster for the upcoming Pittsburgh campus that's opening in July in Chatham Park. That's awesome. Headmaster sounds very cool. Yes, it, it is a very fancy title. <laughs> yes. so, so, and tell us a little bit of history about the school and um, how it got its name. Being associated and living in the area, I've heard so many people call it Thales, and it's one of these things I'm always like, hold up, it's Thales. And, but it, when I first saw um, the word, I was like, oh, is it Thales Academy? So kind of kind of give us some some background on that. Perfect. Well, I appreciate that you correct it for <laughs> folks so they know how to say it correctly. So it is Thales Academy. And Thales Academy is named after a Greek philosopher. He was uh, known as the master of thought. And so the goal at Thales Academy is really we seek to emulate that classical excellence that he was known for and recognizing that Education is a lifelong journey of pursuing knowledge and truth. And so that's where the name Thales Academy came from. Tell us a little bit about um, your founder, Bob Luddy. We, we've had the privilege of having some conversations with him. Obviously, we've done business with him in the past. We have a school site with you guys. Um, we have a Thales Academy in one of our other communities called Nightdale Station. So tell, tell everybody a little bit about Bob and how he started the school and why he started the school. Yeah, fantastic. Well, Mr. Bob Luddy, uh, he is a fantastic individual. He is the uh, founder of Captive Air Systems, uh, which is a kitchen ventilation system. It's the leading uh, ventilation system in the nation. And as an entrepreneur and businessman, he's had a lot of success in that area, but he also has a heart and a passion for education and quality education and providing an option for families. And so he founded Thales Academy in 2007. 
seven. And that first year, it was actually the classroom was in the back of his captive air office building space. Um, and since then, it just has continued to take off and grow. He's really involved in all of the schools. Um, he does all sorts of different things for our staff. Um, he comes and tours the campuses. And at the beginning of each school year, uh, we do a start conference and he speaks at that. And so that passion uh, is just evident across the board within all of our schools. That's That's got to be awesome because to, for him now to see how much you've grown, like how many locations do you have now and where are they? Yeah, definitely. So uh, Thales Pittsburgh is going to be our 11th campus. Wow. And so most predominant right now, we are still in Wake County, have a lot of campuses throughout Wake County, uh, but we are continuing to grow into new markets and new regions. And so this past year, we actually opened a campus in Nashville, Tennessee, and we also opened another campus in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, a few years ago, we opened a campus outside of Charlotte, so in Waxhaw, and then we are coming this upcoming year to Chatham Park in Pittsburgh. Fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about setting up the schools. Not all of your campuses are K through 12. Some are K through five, some are K eight, and some are K 12. So mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about how many campuses you have at each grade and maybe where you have a K 12? I know you have a K 12 in Apex. Mm -hmm. um, I live in downtown Apex and oh, I'm yes, across the street perfect. and it's, it's a fantastic facility. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your setup and your grade structure. Yeah, definitely. So a little bit of a different model, just in different areas. Uh, in Wake County, we do have um, some that are K-5 buildings. So in Wake Forest, we have a K-5 campus. And then students transition there to our Roseville Middle School High School campus. Uh, in Raleigh, the campus I'm at currently, it is originally it was a K-5 campus. And just with growth in that area, we are growing and building out. So this past year, we added seventh grade. And next year, we're going to add eighth grade. So that's going to be a K-8 campus. Uh, same in Nightdale. That's going to be a K-8 campus as well. And then as you mentioned here in the Apex area, we have um, that middle school and high school uh, and then the elementary campus. So it's a K-5 and then students transition to the middle school and high school. In Chatham Park, that is going to be a, eventually a K-8 campus. Uh, we're going to start and open as a K-5 campus, and then we build a grade each upcoming year to eventually be a K-8 campus. So August of 21, you're going to open in Chatham Park as a K-5. Yes, and it's actually July, being year-round, so it's going to be July uh, 19th is our first day of school. <laughs> That's actually, that's actually a good transition into what, you know, what makes Thales different than a traditional calendar school year? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I grew up in New England, so when I moved south, I was not familiar with year-round schedule. Uh, and I've only taught at schools that are year-round, and I firmly believe in a year-round schedule. Uh, it shows, research shows that students retain more. You don't have the big summer uh, where students then you're doing all that catch-up and review when they come back to school to start a school year. Um, our calendar is very similar to um, some of the other tracks within Wake County, if you are familiar with the Wake County year-round uh, tracking system. Um, but we come back in the middle of July uh, and we go strong for about nine or 10 weeks, depending on the calendar year. We break in the fall, so we'll break for three weeks. We come back in October and we'll go for another nine or 10 weeks. We get a week off at Thanksgiving, which is really nice for those families, especially families that are traveling. And then we break around the holidays, another three week break. 
We come back at the beginning of the year, raring to go, uh, nine or 10 weeks. We have a break in usually middle of March um, that goes until right into the beginning of April. And then we'll come back for another nine or 10 weeks to finish out the school year. And then our summer is typically a five week, five to six week, again, just depends on the calendar year, um, a five or six week break. And then students, that's the, that's the time that students transition to the next grade. So Vanessa, do you think we can adopt that as a work schedule here? <laughs> I would love that. I mean, Let's the see if we can enact that starting July of next yeah. year. We're going to have a new work schedule. <laughs> Sorry, we can't get to that now. We're tracked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wouldn't the, that be a cool work schedule? <laughs> we always say the breaks come just right when everybody needs them. Um, students and teachers gives everybody a nice time to refresh and then come back and work really hard uh, before that next break comes. Now, Thales is a private school. Correct. So how does that work as far as the cost of that? And does it matter where you live? Uh, are there like boundaries as to like, you can't come to the school because you're not in, in this certain area? How does that work? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So we pull from students from any area. Uh, so there is not you know, a radius that they need to come from. We don't have transportation, so it is on families to transport their children to and from school. And we always say, use your resources in your community, uh, carpooling. We have a lot of families that end up carpooling, and that's a great option for families. Uh, the cost is 5300 uh, When you get your contract, there is a $300 enrollment fee, and that solidifies your spot. That comes off of tuition, so then tuition is 5000 and then for Pittsburgh for this first year, we are doing a $500 discount for each student. Uh, it's just our kind of welcome to the new area. It's our ambassador program. And so that drops the tuition down to that $4,500. And we have all sorts of different payment plans. Um, there are different scholarships as well. And so it's a very affordable education. That is part of our mission. We always say it's a high quality at an affordable cost. We want to give families an option, but recognize that there are a lot of expenses um, and we want them to be able to be involved in other things as well. So what does your enrollment look like so far at Chatham Park? I know it. people have been asking, mm-hmm. they're asking us. So what is your enrollment looking like so far for Chatham Park for July? Yeah, it's well, it's really exciting. We have definitely taken off in that area enrollment right from the beginning. We've had a lot of eager families um, that have said, we've heard of Thales Academy. We're familiar with Thales Academy. We've been excited and waiting for Thales to come out to the Chatham Park area. And so for this upcoming year, initially we were going to open as a K-3 campus and we had so much interest that families were reaching out and saying, you know, we would love if you could offer fourth grade, fifth grade. And so we opened enrollment and those classes are filling very quickly. Uh, It looks like we're going to have two kindergarten classes and then most likely um, one grade per each for first through fifth grade, one class. Okay, that is fantastic. So you'll start K-5, you're going to be K-8 and then eventually K-12. So when do you think you go to K-8? Do you start adding that sixth sixth grade next year or how, tell everybody how that works. How do you graduate the schools? Yeah, that's a great question. So we will add a grade each year. So opening K-5 this year, we'll add sixth grade next year. Following year will be seventh grade. Then we'll add the eighth grade. Um, and then, like I said, our building um, will either remain as a K-8 building uh, with the option of building another space that could be the high school. Correct. Um, and that's just going to depend on growth in that area in the upcoming years and enrollment. But the way we're starting, it looks like we're going to have a really strong pull in that area. And there's going to be a lot of growth. There is. Yes. <laughs> and that's fantastic. Actually, great news before I walked in here this morning, I just found out that the, quote, steel 
is on the site for everybody listening. That means they're starting the frame up of the actual building today. Um, so that's exciting. We are very um, happy that the uh, Thales Academy is finally under construction. It's been a long conversation and mm-hmm. coming to Chatham Park and getting all the approvals to have you there. So yeah, that's, no, we that's very wonderful. Excited. We were talking about the steel arrival this morning. Yeah, so, yeah. very fantastic. exciting. For we all get excited when we see that. So <laughs> Oh, we do. When we see things going vertical in mm-hmm. the air. Plus, I happened to see your contractor upstairs in the lobby when I came down. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so that's got, we'll give a shout out to Poitras Construction yes. doing your building. <laughs> wonderful. Um, so one more thing about Thales and, um, ideas behind it. Tell us a little bit about what, what's a typical day look like for a student at Thales? You're a little bit different than a a traditional public school. Tell us what a, a student's day looks like. What's different and a little bit about how it's managed. Uh, So if you're familiar with Thales, oftentimes you hear direct instruction. It's kind of that word that is synonymous with Thales Academy. And for individuals that aren't familiar with direct instruction, they don't really understand what that means. Uh, Being a classical education school, the K-5 is where you see direct instruction. People call it DI, so you may have also heard DI. Um, But that's really one of the cornerstones of Thales Academy. It's what makes us unique. It's what makes us different. Uh, And there's a lot of different facets to DI instruction. It's a teaching model. Uh, It's very teacher-directed. So the teacher is commanding the class, leading the class, providing the information and the knowledge. Uh, It is high time on task, high student engagement. So if you walk by a classroom where the teacher is implementing DI. Students are sitting kind of up and ready position. Their eyes are toward the front. You hear a lot of choral responses, individual turns. And so students are expected to have, you know, that full attention to the front of the classroom and they're getting that information. It's very mastery based. Um, And so students are learning concepts, making sure that they've mastered them before you're building upon that mastered concept. That's a little bit different rather than focusing on units. It's a lot of spiral review. So students are getting a lot of practice with the material to really ensure that they understand the concept um, that is being taught. We also do ability grouping. So for math and reading, students are placed in either an odd grade level or above grade level reading and math class. And that really ensures that students are challenged where they need to be, supported where they need to be. Um, so that looks a little bit different than you might see in a typical um, like public school or charter school. I mean, again, that just allows those students really to be taught at their individual level and allows them to really grow to their fullest potential. So those are some things with the direct instruction that looks a lot different than what you may see kind of in a typical school setting. Uh, We also really focus on fostering the whole student. Um, That's a big component. We have that rigorous academic side, but we also have a lot with our character development. And so we have a character education program uh, in the K-5, which is infused throughout the school culture. We have something called the top 15 Luddy outcomes. And these are things like unfailing integrity, a strong work ethic, gratitude, healthy mind, body, and spirit. And so again, this is brought within the school culture um, that just makes us unique and different. So do you offer any competitive sports or are there any kind of physical activities that the students do? Yeah, so that's a great question. So in the K-5, they still have what we call specials classes. So through the week, they'll have PE, they'll have music, art, um, technology. And then for uh, competitive sports, that comes when students go to the middle school and high school. And so our Apex campus and our Roseville campus both offer sports. And for other campuses, um, 
they often filter into that. So like being at the Raleigh campus, if students in our middle school want to participate in sports, they're able to participate at the Rollsville campus in their sports. And when you say compete in sports, do you compete with other schools? Do you or how, how does that work? Yes. Yep. We compete with other schools, um, other Thales and then other private schools as well. OK. And then something else in that answer, you said something about um, technology in that. And I noticed on the website there is if, if you can touch on there is um, something called Luddy Institute of Technology that seems to kick in eight um, grades, eight through 12. Seems to maybe be a class of instructions that specialized or can you touch on that just a tad? So the Luddy Institute of Technology uh, does apply to students when they get to that eighth grade um, through 12th grade age group. And it is STEM based um, with that technology aspect as well. And it's a great opportunity for students to just delve deeper into some different content and have more opportunities in that area. And they also have um, an apprenticeship opportunity, uh, again, at that high school level where students have the opportunity uh, to go to Captive Air and get hands-on and learn a lot um, through that apprenticeship. That would have spoke to me at that age, for sure, because mm -hmm. I'm a very hands-on person. So Yeah, and that's the best way to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk the pandemic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um I knew we could not wrap this up. Yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, we had—I I know we had a shutdown, and I'd heard through the the you know grapevine that your enrollment skyrocketed. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, it definitely <laughs> skyrocketed. Uh, unprecedented numbers of applicants coming through, which has been fantastic to see. Really, since the foundation in two thousand and seven, we've been growing. Every year as our reputation just grows into new areas and continues to grow in Wake County. Um, and this year was definitely out of the ordinary uh, for many different reasons, but uh, definitely with our enrollment. We saw that families really were seeking an option and opportunities for their students, uh, that school choice to give them the option, especially when it came to in-person learning, because we've been back and open since July uh, offering in-person learning. And so because of that, we have had like you said, just skyrocketing in our applications. And honestly, it's been frustrating as a parent of a child at a public school mm -hmm. to see. So to learn online has been very difficult for her. And, and now going back limited has been great. But man. Yeah. Well, it's great <laughs> it's that she's challenge. getting back to that hybrid model. Yeah. And yeah. I've heard that from a lot of families um, as we're going through the student interview um, right now, uh, that is one of the main main concerns of families is that their child has either been virtual this whole time or they've been hybrid, and they're just recognizing the gaps that are starting yeah. to occur because of that, not only from an academic side, but as you mentioned, just developmentally, um, social, yeah. and just being in and around others um, in school, students are really missing that. Well, we are as adults. We're missing mm -hmm. that, too. So you certainly can expect that from the children. Just a couple more things, and we'll let you go. But I know that a couple of times you have um, mentioned using the downtown office, the Chatham Park mm -hmm. downtown office on Hillsborough Street to be able to um, safely greet potential parents and students. Are, are you going to be on any kind of a schedule maybe this spring or that's to come. Maybe you will be downtown with a sandwich board out 
inviting people to stop in? Do you want to talk about that at all? Or yeah. do you have anything set up for that? Definitely. Well, first of all, we have definitely appreciated being able to use that space. It's been fantastic to be able to be downtown and in the community, um, kind of coming off the topic of the pandemic. It has just been a unique year when it comes to marketing a new school and getting into the area. Um, so I really do appreciate having that space to use. Uh, at this time, I've used it for families that have been accepted. So it's been an opportunity for them to come and we have yard signs and the car magnets that you probably see all over, especially Wake County. You can always see the Thales cars go by with the magnets, Um, but it's been a way for me to meet families that have been accepted. But as we start to move into the spring and the weather's getting nice, uh, definitely we'll have opportunities to be outside downtown um, to provide more information and to meet face-to-face. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to you using that space, and I'm sure uh, folks just wanting to pop in and learn a little bit mm-hmm. more, that'll be, it'll be much more convenient for them yes. to be able to meet you in um, downtown Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We did a joint project mm-hmm. in Nightdale and have building a Thales Academy mm-hmm. in one of our developments out there, Nightdale Station. So how has that worked out uh, as far as you know planning the school along with the development as we're doing here in Chatham Park? Yeah. Well, Nightdale Station has had a lot of success. That school has continued to grow and grow every year. Uh, And so we always say that it's a partnership between Preston Development and Thales. So Preston is able to market to potential residents that there's a option, a school there that has that high quality. Uh, And then Thales is able to market to um, families that we want to build in that community feel. Um, And so that high quality within a community is what we're looking to do and hoping to do as well in Chatham Park. It's going to be exciting to see as Chatham Park grows and Thales grows uh, what that partnership is going to look like in that vibrant community. Yeah. And I know you said that people can apply to any school. They don't have to live anywhere near. There's no boundary or radius or whatever that you have to live in to apply. So in Nightdale Station, just as a curiosity question about what's your percentage of residents to non-residents within that school, knowing that Nightdale Station itself is only about halfway built out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there. I don't know the exact percentage numbers on that, but I do know that a lot of families do come from Nightdale Station and they can walk to school or bike to school. Um, again, has that nice feel, that community feel when the weather is nice. Uh, and then we do again, pull from a very wide radius. Um, There was a study done by Dr. Danielson at North Carolina State University um, that somebody within Thales just mentioned to me recently. And his research shows that uh, families, especially now, uh, they choose a location for their home based off of schools rather than jobs, Uh, especially in this world of most individuals working from home. um, They're really picking out areas to move to where the schools uh, are that high quality that they can they can put their children into. Yeah. Well, that definitely makes a lot of sense on how we're all living right now. Mm-hmm. So yes, makes it does. sense. We really appreciate you coming in today and talking to us about your uh, newest campus that's going to be at Chatham Park. And we've talked through the uh, podcast today that it's our second venture with Thales Academy. We um, have enjoyed our relationship with you guys in the mm-hmm. past and hope to have with a community as large as Chatham Park, hope to have maybe another Thales campus and maybe the south portion of Chatham Park, but 
Thank you very much. We appreciate your time, Johanna. No, well, thank you. And thank you for having me on today and the opportunity just to share more about Thales Academy in general and then Thales Academy coming to Pittsburgh. We're really excited um, to be entering into Chatham Park and for the partnership that we have with you all, um, that success, like we mentioned, that we've seen in Nightdale Station, uh, really eager to see that in Chatham Park. And then, as you mentioned, the potential in the future to grow into another area as well. That so thank would be you. wonderful. Mm-hmm. That would be wonderful. And we would also love to have you back once you guys get open and do a update podcast for everybody listening today on how things are going and what your enrollment is and um, how things are going in Chatham Park. That would be wonderful. I would enjoy that. Thank you. Johanna, yeah, is, there, is there anyone that you want to um, mention on this podcast that has been helping with uh, what's going on in Chatham Park or with Thales in general? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Starting right from the top, Mr. Luddy, uh, again, just the passion that he has for education and providing options for families. Uh, it's been really neat to see. It's neat to see the growth over the years and just his passion in pursuit of bringing Thales Academy to new areas like Chatham Park. Uh, a lot of other individuals kind of at the corporate office that have been helping with Chatham Park and the development, the admissions team has been working really hard. As we mentioned, all the applications that are coming through, um, they're being fantastic in assisting me with processing those and reaching out to family. So the admissions team, uh, Brandon, who is part of our facilities team, uh, again, as we talked about with the building taking off, um, he's been fantastic in just getting that the ball rolling on that. Uh, and then really just all the administrators. Uh, we have amazing administrators across all of our campuses, and they're always willing to jump in and support uh, as we continue to grow. Are you still hiring for the opening of your new campus in July? Yes, we are. We are always looking for highly qualified teachers and educators. And so they can go to our website and there is a place there that they can um, apply. And yes, we are definitely looking for K-5 teachers as well as specialist teachers um, and teacher assistants. So different areas that we're looking in. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. I just want to say thanks again to Johanna Murphy and Thales Academy and, of course, Vanessa Jenkins with Preston Development Company. Thales has an incredible website that goes further into details on what direct instruction is and also what makes a Thales education different. Visit them at www.thalesacademy.org for more information. And again, don't forget that they are hiring right now, not only for their Pittsburgh location, but for other school locations as well. They have a career section right on their website. And until next time, this is Bill Osterite. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Chatham Park is just one of the many projects Preston Development Company is working on here in North Carolina. For more information, visit us on the web. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to send us an email at podcast at chathampark.com.